Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Demon Lamb Podcast. My name is Andy, and joining me tonight, uh, we've got two co-hosts tonight. Uh, as always, Grapeviney is joining me. Good, o- good evening, Grapeviney. How are you? I'm good, Andy. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And uh, by special request, we have uh, Demonland Royalty joining us uh, tonight. Um, we've got uh, Nasha on the line, but I just saw Nasha just dropped out. How's that for live uh, live radio? Uh, let's try and get Nasha back uh, back on the line. Because oh, it's through my phone. You're going to hear some noises. Nasha, do we have you back? You do. I'm not quite sure what happened there. <laughs> That's uh, live radio for you. Um, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So, uh, Aren't you the two <laughs> technical wizards that run Demon Land? How does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm. Well, I must. Uh, I must say, I'm not a technical wizard. Anything that's technical that's done on the site, uh, the man who I'm talking to now, um, Nasha, is responsible for. Um, Nasha, how? Well, well, sort of. How did you become involved with the site? Because I think it sort of happened at a time um, we moved over from one message board to another. And I don't know if I, like, I've always been involved in the site, but I think for that period of time, for some reason, I, I wasn't so involved. And I think maybe Finks got you involved at the time. Yeah, so Finks, Finks got me involved. Um, I was a member of several other forums at the time. Um, and I just, I, um, the, the, the software we were using at the time was terrible. It was sort of, I think it was just something that someone signed up for once and it, yeah, it was sort me. of snowballed from there or, or something like that. But um, I had a bit of knowledge of, of forum software and stuff from from other projects I was involved in. Um, I think the discussion came up that they were going to have to have to move away from that forum. can't remember the background. This was yonks ago. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So you're really testing my memory. But um, so my... Uh, I suggested a couple of forum software packages and I said I knew how to get them going. Um, Fink said, okay, do it then. And we went from there. It's pretty that that simple. Um, I didn't really have much to do with you, Andy, back then. It was all, um, all Fink's. So I don't know. I don't know where he is now. I haven't seen him on the forums for a long time. Yeah, I, I see him at the footy almost every week. So he he still goes to the footy every week. Um, but I think, you know, he had a family and kids and all that. And, um, yeah, I don't think he does, but I think he reads it still. Like a lot of people read the site, but people drop in and drop out over time. And I think, yeah, I, I yeah. think I was saying today, like I know stats wise sort of that I can, more people obviously read forums than actually, uh, contribute. Um, yeah. and, uh, some people, you know, come in and come out of, uh, forums and they disappear and. You sometimes you never hear from how them. Many, how many reasonably yeah. regular posters do you reckon there are? It's a few hundred at least. It's, I don't, probably I don't have stats on that, but... Um, it's hard it's, to say, yeah, because what, what is a regular poster? Like, you know, you... Oh, even the, the name that you only see sort there's, of once a month, I reckon. Um, there's sort of, there's sort of a, a massive range of posters. There's people like me who get on several times a day who because they've got nothing better to do i suppose um <laughs> um i sort of can't help myself i'm a little bit addicted i've got to admit um you know and there's, there's people who will will blow in and they'll post regularly for a week or two and then you don't hear from them for months and 
you know, that's fine. People can contribute as much or as little as they like. It's a personal thing, I guess. And I'll just I'll just uh, say if you're listening to uh, to to us now, you can join us. We do have a chat room, and I can see we've got uh, over ninety listeners at the moment. So if you are listening, we do have a chat room at uh, demonland.com/podcast. Jump in there, join us in chat. Um, but we'd also love to hear from you. Uh, give us a call zero three nine zero one six three triple six or Skype us demonland thirty one. Would love to hear from you as we talk about. Um, talk about our beloved demons um so that's um yeah ways you can get in contact with us uh, so nasha you're not uh you're not a melbourneian you are you are in the uh on the apple aisle um yep how uh, we were talking about this a little bit before but how often do you get to uh, uh come down and see the d's well i come it's, up it's probably, probably going up, up yes, sorry, i yes. would say yeah <laughs> um once a year is my is my thing at the moment um, as I was saying off air, it's um, probably only been the last few years I've been able to do that. Um, family, family, and so forth are sort of, you know, while my, my kids were little, I didn't really want to be disappearing for whole weekends at a time and stuff. Um, so I've come over for the Queen's birthday. I've made that my occasion for the last three in a row. Um, I go with my brother, who happens to be at Collingwood. Oh. I, I try not to hold that against him. Um, so yeah, and I'm and um, you know, as family life starting to provide a little bit more freedom as my kids are getting bigger and stuff, I'm, you know, going to try and make it a couple of uh, times a year. There's a poster on Demon Land from Perth who uh, once said, you can't believe that I go so infrequently because Hobart is only a nine iron away from Melbourne. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good way of describing it. Um, yeah. So you mentioned I do my best. You mentioned your your brother's uh, Collingwood supporter. How did you uh, come to be a D supporter? That's uh, one of life's great mysteries for me. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, chose just chose them as a kid at some point. I used to. Um, we used to go to local footy a lot um, before AFL was, you know, broadcast. So, you know, so in full as it is now. Um, Barracked for the North Hobart Demons. Uh, another one of my brothers uh, played there as a junior. So uh, I grew up sort of watching that team. They were the Demons. Are they um, red and blue? Red, red and blue, and they sang Grand Old Flag oh, as okay. their song. Well, there you go. And they had quite a bit of success uh, in the early 90s. So that, that may have been a contributor. But, um, yeah, it's, it's sort, of, sort of happened. I didn't really sort of become a serious supporter until my teenage years. I just sort of half-eyed them because, you know, they weren't on TV every week and we never, my family never went to Melbourne to watch football. So, um, yeah, it wasn't until they started, probably the Danaher era was when I really heavily got on board and started getting sort of really invested in it. Um, and I sort of, I'm just, I'm as died in the wall as anybody else these days. Well, you'd have how to do make, you, make, uh, make... How do you watch back home? Have you got Foxtel or are you just reliant on Seven? Uh, I have Foxtel. Um Still there? I think I just yep. no, no, no good. Um, I, I have Foxtel um, for no reason other than the football, which uh, both myself and my wife agree is a total waste of money, but <laughs> a necessity as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, so yeah, on Foxtel. Um, I also have a Telstra. What you mean? You don't like on. watching reruns Telstra of Fox. Law and Order? <laughs> no, no, no. I um. 
Foxtel. Yeah, we've got we've got Foxtel. It's, ter- it's such a waste. Like I'm sitting here looking at it right now, and it's turned off, and it's on channel five hundred four, which is where I had it <laughs> yep. to the footy on Sunday. So, yep. It's um yeah it's uh, it's remarkable. Like I've got uh, Foxtel. I don't watch it at all except uh, I think the same as you. I watch it for for footy, but uh, I think my wife uh, does uh, use it. So. Uh, <laughs> We do have that that excuse. Um, so, you D supporter, you you found uh, D Milland. You you are now we you know without I'm you know I must say, and it's good that I've got you on the phone because guys sometimes uh, without Nasha, without this guy here, <laughs> the side once it goes down, there'd be no way to bring it back up if he wasn't there. So uh, yeah, I'll just like which to say thank which you. begs the question: Is the site finals proof? Has it sort of been tested <laughs> at very high well, stress levels, just well, we, uh, in anticipation we, of what might happen after Saturday? We did a uh, we did an upgrade on it um, a few months ago. Well, well, would it have been six months ago now. I don't know. Yeah, I've lost, yeah. lost all track of time, and that seemed to make all the problems go away um, until that stupid game against North Hobart, uh, North <laughs> Melbourne, sorry, at Hobart. Um, yeah, when it when it. Um, I think that Chuck was unrelated. I think that was unrelated to to any any issues we've had in the past. I think it just something happened that day. And yeah, I, I don't necessarily think it was on because of the load of uh, people. No, I, well, I didn't. I, I didn't think it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it te- we could sense everybody's temper or something, and just <laughs> went out in sympathy. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought you know, up until then, I thought everything had been fine with it, and that we hadn't really had any issues at all in ages. So. Um, yeah, so uh, fingers crossed is the answer to that. Yeah, well, it, it, uh, it'll be very interesting <laughs> to see what happens uh, um, at the conclusion of um, of the game on Saturday. But uh, we might not even know our fate. Well, well, we may know it by then, but uh, there's a possibility we won't know our fate. So Sunday might be the big test. <laughs> if it gets to that, yeah, we're in right, trouble. I right. can tell you that much. Yes, yeah, so um, perhaps we will uh, start uh, talking about uh, the game on the weekend. And um, you know what? My heart uh, can really do with some of... I mean, in the end, the, 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 the result wasn't so close, but there were a few moments there where, you know, I thought we were gone. And uh, why does uh, this team keep doing this to us? I didn't think, uh, I never thought we were going to get beaten, but I was extremely annoyed um, that they blew the five-goal lead and actually didn't build on it and turn it into an eight- or nine-goal lead, nine-goal victory. Um, And I was surprised that there's so little angst about that on the forum um, since the game. I thought, yeah, I was sort of furious, actually, with that. I, I, I didn't. Say, I didn't I, think we we're going to lose. Go ahead, Dash. I, I agree that I never thought we were going to lose either. But um, I think we don't give good enough credit to our opposition um, for that game in particular. Like I thought they, for a yep. team that's last on the ladder, I thought they were good. Um, the, the, we won because of their periods where they lapsed. You know, throughout the game, they had a period at the end of the second quarter where we really didn't capitalise, and obviously that period in the last quarter. Um, but I think the reason we didn't belt them in the end was because they were better than a side that deserved to be belted. That's that's probably why 
I wasn't particularly angry about it. I mean, I don't try not to get too angry anyway, but um, that was sort of... Well, you're I definitely right. didn't you're walk right, away from that game furious. Played um, the, North, the North Melbourne game, I walked away furious. I just saw Sigil's uh, comment on the on the chat, by the way. Wish I didn't go to that. Same here, mate. Same. Um, no, I agree with you. Like, Brisbane were very good opposition and they had patches of really good play um, throughout the day and moved the ball, moved the ball pretty well. But um, I just thought that because we had the momentum and it kicked... Uh, what was it, three in, you know, two minutes or five minutes or whatever it was. Three minutes. Uh, yeah, that w- w- with the momentum that they could have gone on with it um, and perhaps used that. But uh, it's, yeah, the, you know, um, perhaps the season's told us otherwise. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. It's dis- Sorry, go on. It's, it's disappointing uh, that we didn't go on with it. And I, I get your point, Asha, that... Um, that uh, you know that they are a better side than uh, where their position on the ladder says, but it's a missed you know opportunity to to bank some percentage that could very well cost us uh, come Sunday, um, and we'll talk more about that later. And hopefully, it doesn't come to that. But uh, for me, it was a little bit worrying. Um, but then again, I'm I'm on the more negative side of things uh, when we have these discussions. <laughs> I think um, one thing I found is that when you're actually at the game, um, I, like I'm, I'm far more emotional at the game than I am watching on TV. And don't get me wrong, I get really emotional watching from my living room. Uh, but when you're in the crowd, um, sort of caught up in all the all the moment, it's probably more upsetting. Like you get, I think you get more of a chance to be analytical about it, um, sort of when watching on TV. That's just my experience. Yeah, you're a bit disconnected from it, I guess. So, yeah, yep. Um, but uh, I think we've we've got to talk about uh, some of the individual uh, efforts, and the first one that comes to mind is uh, Jesse Hogan, uh, who proved uh, just how good he can be. And um, you know, I'd love to see more performances like that. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he was back to his. Uh, back to his Jesse best. Um, so it's incredible, for, you know, it's 20 days or whatever since he did it. Um, yeah. And really finished with seven because there was that early one that yeah. he gave over the top to Peterson. So day out that he really deserved. It was uh, it was good to hear that the skipper was as, as uh, incensed as I was that people were suggesting that he should play in the VFL. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, uh, yeah. I, I couldn't couldn't believe what I was seeing, to be honest. But yeah, um, proven quality. It just it just. Um, I think people. I think. I think. I often think footy supporters have short memories, um, and I think people had forgotten how good he was. Yeah, and people have also forgotten that at the start of the season he was primed for a bumper year. Um, he was, all of he our was. all of our track watchers had said he was sort of the best trainer over the summer period. He'd had a really good um, whatever the pre-season cup is, and he was sort of set to go. So um, uh, getting the bag on uh, on the weekend was um, just reward um, for that effort alone. With Jesse Hogan, he took a mark um, 
uh, I think, either on 50 or thereabouts. And, uh, you know, we were all thinking, you know, we should, he, you know, I was thinking, you know, go back and have a shot. But then there's that thought that perhaps Jesse can't, you know, get the distance or doesn't have the confidence uh, in his ability to get that distance. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, he's just not a long kick. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's his technique, which is sort of quite, he's got sort of quite a soft kicking action. Yep. So, but he's, um, the furthest I've ever seen him goal from is just inside 50, which was in that last game against GWS that Eddie had in uh, um, uh, 2015. Um, and I think he hit the bullseye with that kick right on three-quarter time, but he's just not a long kick. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know it's his biggest sort of not weakness, but um, yeah, it's a shame. You don't see a lot of him attempting it though. Like I, I've no. seen players who are not long kicks, and they and you know that they're not long kicks because they try to kick it from fifty and can't. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just not sure that he has very many shots f- for goal, like from that kind of yeah. distance. I think it's a, I think. I'd like to actually see him have a go at it. <laughs> to be honest, I'm really curious as to whether he can kick those that, sort of goals. Because that's why I wanted him to sort of go back and have a, sh- a shot. But you know what? I do like the unselfish nature of him. There, there have been many forwards uh, in the AFL throughout the years that uh, you know are just hungry for goals and and won't give it off. You know, won't handball. But uh, as you can see by the first few minutes of the game, he was uh, quite happy to give a handball off uh, to to a teammate and uh, do the team thing. So, yeah. But he's, he's got a very good field kick anyway, so when he gets the ball around half forward or 50, um, he can often spot someone up. So, um, you know, it, I it think isn't one such aspect an issue, and I game, think that's part of it. I think one aspect of his game that's improved is getting on with it when he gets the ball. I think he used to, particularly in his early days, he used to hold it up a bit, um, which I found frustrating. He's uh, sort of getting improved at, you know, running back behind the mark and, and playing on a bit, sort of, um, you know, without being slow to move the ball on, I guess. Yep. 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 So was there anyone else you guys uh, that stood out for you guys? Uh, one for me, I'll put my hand up first. Uh, again, it impressed me uh, for the second week in a row, Cam Peterson. Uh, really, uh, there, was, there was that worry that perhaps Cam and Jesse probably can't play in the same team together. Um, I don't know if that was something that was raised on the boards or just in my own head. Um, but, yeah. I think I raised that with you yes, pre-match. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I'd heard, heard that uh, from somewhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, they made a fool out of me, didn't they? Because yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Peterson's in career best form. And he's getting, you know, 20-plus touches, kicking multiple goals and... His ruck work, um, particularly, is is just great at the moment. Um, he's winning contests and getting leading to clearances. Is he playing a different role? Like I, I'm. It it really seems to me like there's two. It doesn't look like the same player that was dropped a few weeks ago to me. Like he was, he he went a number of weeks where he added nothing, um, and he's sort of gone from that player to. An absolute machine who's racking up twenty five possessions and kicking two goals and winning ten hitouts. Um, it seems it seems a massive turnaround. Um, now we say it might. We thought well, people thought that he 
can't fit in the same side as Hogan. Um, maybe it's more that is he playing a role that Jack Watts might normally play, for example. Um, is that why he's been able to stand up? Yeah, I think so, and I think it's when we talk later in the in the um, in the program about uh, you know the ins and outs. Um, you know, perhaps we need to talk about that Cam Peterson, Watts, Hogan. I don't think you can have all of them in the same team. Um, and perhaps we'll talk about that later. But. Well, we're going with three tools early because uh, if you remember in the early rounds, it was Wiedemann, Hogan and Watts. So yeah. um, Goody's been happy to go with that setup before. Um, and I can't see Peterson being dropped. No, um, not at all. As not. much as Watts might come back. So. What happens, I guess it's going to be interesting to see. I think this week, we'll probably you're probably going to cover this later, but... I think this week is the week Watts will come back. Um, you, as you said, you can't drop Pedersen on the on current form, no. so it will be having will be having another three tall forward line again. Um, mm. It'll be interesting to see whether they all are able to actually deliver. Yeah, it will be. Um, anyone else? Uh, anyone else stand out for you guys? You have someone in particular. Um, no, I think it was uh, uh, Jake Milksham. Is uh, I got to put my hand up because I was a big skeptic earlier in the season um, and thought it was a bad move and didn't think he was much chop at all. But uh, his last two months has just been super, and that he's got that booming left foot darting kick that uh, travels an absolute mile. Um, it's not high, but it's just goes so straight and so long. And uh, I, he had I, another good game on the weekend. I think the other thing that's really impressive about Melksham is the speed at which he gets boot to ball. Yes. He can yep. he can seem to have already kicked the goal, you know, in, in the time that he should have only really been able to just grab the ball. Um, um, was... some, of these, some of these goals he's kicked, he's just snatched the ball out of nowhere and just hoofed it, and it's gone through the goals. I was watching. Hannon's, Hannon's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching the um, all the goals. You know, the the footy club brings out all the all the goals from the last week as a as a little package for for the supporters. And I was watching that um, just before the show tonight. And yeah, what you said, Nasher, about Melksham being able to get his uh, boot to ball so quickly. He did one of those on the a snap. Um, on the weekend, and it's yeah, it's just a, a, a great thing to see and to watch. And as has been pointed out in the chat room, it's his right foot, not his left foot. That's uh, obviously his um, his natural foot. But uh, Bin Man says he kicks beautifully on the left too. Yeah. So he's so quick, you can't tell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, he also had. Um, I didn't realise this. He had twenty nine possessions. Um, so. Fantastic. Um, and I'm just looking at the stats and I see, once again, Clayton Oliver with 30 possessions. And he was tagged for most of the game, but for a guy who was getting tagged to still rack up 30 possessions is uh, is a pretty good job. Um, the, the bulk of those would have been in the last quarter, wouldn't yes. they? Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he started very slowly and finished strongly. When, when he got off the shackles was when he started kicking yes. endless yep. goals in a row. <laughs> And I must, well, until they ended, but yeah. <laughs> I, I must say, um, you know, I look at his stats and I see eight kicks and 22 handballs. And 
he has such a beautiful kick. I don't know why he doesn't uh, use it more more often. I think it's just just instinct, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's you know, the way he's, he's sort of learned how to play the game. But I think, um, give it time. He's only twenty. <laughs> I think um, I think it's an aspect that'll that'll uh, you know appear in his game as he as time goes on. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just, um, uh, yeah, he, he, he sort of he actually gives gives it off often quicker than he needs to, and I think just uh, as he plays more games, he realizes he'll realize how much time he has, um, and the it, foot then becomes an option as well as the hand pass. I think with a player like him, it's easy to forget that it's, he's nowhere near the finished product yet. This is only his second season in the system. Um, it's as hard as it is to believe as as good as he is. Uh, it's amazing. Second season, he'll be sort of at the pointy end of uh, Brownlow night. Obviously, I don't I don't think he'll win, but he's going to be sort of up there uh, in my estimation. He'll probably make an All Australian team, if not the squad. Um, it's pretty impressive for a second year player who's I don't know how many games has he played. Uh, thirty odd. Thirty odd. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we saw on the weekend. He's, he's really strong in the air as well. Um, just reminds me of Angus Brayshaw a bit that way. Two sort of, you know, midfielders that have, have both got uh, both got good hands. And Brayshaw. And can take a grab. Speaking of Brayshaw, also had a, another pretty good game. Um, kicked a great goal at the end. Um, yeah, he's great to have him back in the team. And, uh, you know, each week that he plays, he's uh, going to be better for it. Yeah, yeah, it helps yeah, cover agreed. the loss um, of Viney as well. And speak. Bra- Go ahead. Bra- I think Brayshaw. Sorry, I think uh, I think Brayshaw is another another example of um, how how with time you can forget how good a player is. Yeah. Um, you know, even even before the the series of concussions in the VFL, uh, he was in the side earlier in the year, round one and two, and he didn't. He, he you know, he looked out. Of, he looked out. Looked off the pace. Yeah. Um, and it's I just it's so exciting to have a young player, you know, finally be able to build up and and get some games going and come back into the side and really show what he's made of. It's good. It's great. Um, and you, someone mentioned Viney, and um, I must say I thought we did miss him a little bit uh, in the middle. Just that you know bullocking uh, work that he does. Um, I thought we missed him a little bit. I'm going to miss him again this week because it doesn't look like he's coming back. Seems like he's uh, on crutches, so um, which I, I think is, you know, precautionary to get you know or to keep the um, you know the pa- to sub- keep the pain away. But uh, yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to play this week. And uh, well, I don't want to talk beyond <laughs> this week yet. <laughs> I don't want to jinx myself. I got an email today from the club talking about uh, September, and mm. I was like. Don't jinx it for us. I don't want to know our tickets for finals. Don't. Oh, I said it. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think um, just just on Viney, he, um, Goodwin said last week, or in one of the press conferences last week, that um, I think the quote was they were confident that he would play again this year. Um, to me, that's, that's double speak. Um, I until he said that, I wasn't aware that there was doubt that he was going to play again this year. Um, but that said, that said to me that he's uh, he's not going to play soon. 
that was that was just my interpretation anyway. So I, yeah. I yeah. Will he be? I, I'd be any any week that he comes in to me will be treated as a pleasant surprise, and I certainly don't reckon it'll be this week. Well, let's hope it's quite that. hard to read Goodwin with his presses. I don't know if you saw the post match. Um, after the Brisbane game and when he was asked about Jack Watts because uh, yeah. he certainly gave no clues on that front and virtually sort of, you know, shut down any questioning about it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> he did. Um, I, I think part of that was just getting um, getting frustrated with being asked that question all the time. I think he, you know, I don't know bit of an experience, I guess, because people are going to ask that question all the time. But yeah, yeah, yeah that was sort of that was sort of my take. And I think he's think he feels like he should be being asked about other players who are playing in the VFL. Like, why is everybody only focusing on Jack Watts? Yeah. But I guess that's because Jack Watts is the only player playing in the VFL who's clearly too good to be there. And you would think, uh, I, I don't know, uh, I didn't see the game. All I saw was a little bit of footage of uh, him getting reported, uh, which I, I thought there was nothing in that and, and was rightly dismissed. But other than that, I haven't seen any of his games at all. Um, how is he tracking? All I've seen is that he's kicked one goal in each game and you think, well, if a player of his calibre, should he be um, doing more or... What's, no, what's the review here? from Justin Plapp was good this week yeah. and said that he was a big contributor and helped uh, change momentum. I think they switched him into the middle or put him up the ground. And the word fierce uh, was also used in the review. So that's, I think, uh, that's what we wanted to hear, isn't it? That's the whole point, the fierce bit. Yeah, well, that was the uh, that was the criticism of uh, of Jack that he sort of didn't seem sort of interested, and in, you know, the, uh, giving him the label of fierce uh, would uh, say to me that uh, yeah, he's got some intensity and wants to get back in the team. It's it's pretty sad if he doesn't want to get back in the <laughs> yeah, team. I've got to say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit worrying. Uh, yeah, but, I but just he... think Watts is just clearly one of those players that football is just only a small part of his life. And there's he wouldn't be the only one. And um, it takes sort of all types, but you just sort of get the impression that, uh, you know, as much as it's, you know, probably a 24-7 uh, mental occupation for someone like Jack Viney and probably plenty of other players, with Watts, footy's just one of many other things uh, going on in his life. But yeah, he, I think that's probably true for more players than not, to be honest. I reckon the um, lives, eats and breathes footy types like Jack Finey, I don't know, I, I would expect they'd be in the minority, to be honest. But yeah, yeah I, you I might actually be right. don't know. But that's, yeah. having said that, it's their job. I mean, uh, then again, you know, I've got a job, but I don't live, eat and breathe my, my job. But, um, you know, they, these, these guys are getting paid a lot, so um, you'd want them to... Be there's pretty focused big, on it. Uh, there's probably a big middle ground, as in Jack Viney's probably to the extreme of one end, and then the majority of players are sort of, you know, also down that end, but but not uh, the live, eat, breathe, and sleep. Um, and then you've got a group like Jack who are just different cats um, to the uh, to the rest of the mob. 
That's what Rosie used to say anyway. Um, I just wanted to uh, to bring up as well. Um, just moving on from from the game, unless unless you got anything else from from this game, uh, we've talked about the the fade out, we've talked about a couple of the players, um, but I, I want to move on to another thing. Um, we had uh, four young demons selected in the. Um, the twenty, this this squad, the twenty two under twenty two. It's the, uh, the sort of the old Australian, I guess, for for the under twenty twos. Uh, but there was a name uh, that was of one of the D's that was in there, and I was actually quite surprised uh, to see his name in there. Um, I'd got a little bit of a shock. Um, I and that's Oscar McDonald. Um, he's shown a heap of improvement this year. He's one of been, you know, he's really from where he was at the beginning of the year to where he is now. <coughs> Just amazing, but uh, yeah, did did that shock you that he made this? He's made this squad. I think it um, gives a little bit of context to his development. Um, the fact that, I mean, he gets a bit of stick on the forum. I know that much. Yeah. Um, but I think what it goes to show is where he is compared to other key defenders of the same age, uh, and you know, I think it's just sort of confirmation that he is actually up there. You know, he might not be as good as, you know, Talia or the other fullbacks in the competition, um, but, you know, he's a developing player and relative to other key defenders his age, he is up there. So I think it's I think it's a good endorsement. Well, there were some good names uh, in there. There was Jake Lever from Adelaide. These are the defenders. Uh, Jake Lever, uh, Adelaide, hopefully Melbourne. Um, <laughs> uh, um Tom Barris uh, from West Coast, who I, I rate quite highly. That a, a, the guy can take a great mark. He's got a great pair of hands. He's a he's a monster of a guy. Um, can we just clear up this squad? Yeah, it's because it's the AFL Players Association squad, yep. but it's actually just picked by by um, us, isn't it? Isn't it a vote a fans thing? Yeah, I think the voting, but someone has, uh, you know, I, I think the shortlist, uh, which Oscar got into, wasn't done, oh, right. wasn't okay. done by the fans. I think the final team uh, is is done by the fans. Um, right. So the Melbourne players that have that are in it are um, uh, Clayton Oliver, Jaden Hunt, uh, Christian Petraka, and uh, Oscar McDonald. So. Yeah, the the other three, you know, I'm not surprised one bit that that they've made this squad, um, but Oscar was the one that sort of stood out, and kudos to him um, for for making it. And destroy all his rights. Steve the Man Jordan obviously didn't pick the squad with uh, Oscar <laughs> getting a Guernsey, or as he's known these days, uh, T Max's younger brother. <laughs> well, look, I, I was I was. <laughs> Critical, uh, not on the forum, not in a in a public sense of, of Oscar, I, you know. But I'm very happy that they persisted with him and um, with a lot of the things that uh, Goody has done uh, with persisting with players, um, or even you know the way he's picked teams some weeks. Uh, I've sort of you know scratched my head, and then he's week after week he's proven me wrong. So. Uh, Obviously, I know nothing, and the coaches know a lot more. Yeah, than I you're do. not you're not suggesting that the coach of our club knows more about footy than we do. Like, uh, that's that's no, uh, sacrilege, isn't it? No, they, they, of course they don't. Um, you know, we should be picking the team every week, and uh, yeah, look, I I'm under no illusions. I I know nothing. Um, yeah, uh, well, 
Yes, uh, well done, Oscar McDonald. Uh, if anyone uh, wants to call the show, uh, unlike our first caller, um, if you do have something to say, zero three nine zero one six three triple six or Skype us, Demonland thirty one. Zero three nine zero one six three triple six. Would love to hear from other Demonlanders. Uh, we finally coaxed Nasher out from under uh, a rock, so <laughs> be great to uh, great to hear from uh, other Demonlanders. Um, so you're welcome to give us a call, talk about anything. Um, you know, it's going to be. I'd be quite quite interested if... to hear from some. Sorry, I just keep talking. No, over that's all right. No, that's you right. go. Quite, uh, quite interested to hear from any of those people who uh, got involved in that conversation on the forum today about my voice. Uh, where do I sit on a scale of 12-year-old to Barry White? Well, I don't think you're quite uh, Barry White, but I don't think we're mistaking you for, um, for a 12-year-old, that's for sure. <laughs> I've, got a bit of, I've got a bit of a sore throat, actually, so I'm probably a... Uh, one pitch lower than I normally would be as well. But anyway, right, we, we, you're not as you're not as grating or as uh, monotonous as Lingy. So yeah. um, <laughs> that's a good start. That's, that's good. That's we've good. got we've got another uh, caller on the line. Uh, hello, uh, you are on the Demonland podcast. Uncle Bitter here calling from the manor. Oh, this is uh, <laughs> BBO. Uh, <laughs> good evening, Bitter. Hello. Is that you, Ganesha? <laughs> Ganesha, Are you the yes, who, who deletes all my posts? That's me, yes, correct. Oh, God. But it could also be me, Have too. You know, we all do that. We all do a bit of that. Much, no, uh, no it, takes a, it takes a team of us to keep, uh, to keep your stuff clean. It's, um, okay. it's, it's well, died down a bit. You, you seem to... The uh, Particular parties that you used to take issue with uh, don't seem to be bothering bothering you anymore. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, that's very. That is actually quite correct. I, I think you fellows should reinstate Stewie, so I've got some. I've, I can resume my hobby. <laughs> I wasn't going to name names, but anyway. Oh well, I will. Anyway, look, that's not why I'm <laughs> ringing up. I actually have a bit of a question, which is off topic. I was going to post this on the uh, that very intellectual thread, the no TS, no BS. My squeeze came home this afternoon with a present for me. Now, this is a little tin box embellished with the Melbourne Football Club uh, colours and emblem. Official, official uh, VFL, AFL... Uh, logo, and it's OD Toilet. <laughs> you know anything about it? No. no. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes. I'm not, yes. I'm you not can kidding get... you, fellas. This is a limited edition, and it contains a bottle of Eau de Toilet, which <laughs> I think was probably some sort of a, a nasty little reminder about my personal hygiene, but uh, have you fellas ever seen this? Is this yeah, a new, I think is this they're a, available at Chemist Warehouse. Okay. Is this I don't know new, about them being limited edition. <laughs> more perhaps in the mass-produced um, range, and uh, probably the Erda Toilet Melbourne um, probably smells identical to the Erda Toilet Richmond. <laughs> yeah, it's probably I'm just, guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Odie uh, Sharon I'll was more than a football club sort. 
So you don't think this is an exclusive item at all? <laughs> Probably not. Go down to your local chemist warehouse and check it out. <laughs> well, thank you for that. That's a very good reason to give the squeeze a jolly good flogging. And uh, anyway, I'll try. I'll try it. It might. It might. Uh, it, it, I'll put it on my toes. It may uh, quell the tinea, if nothing else. <laughs> Are you going to be at the footy on Saturday, bitters? Well, I don't know. It's an away game, and oh God, you get you get placed in up in the bloody top tiers of oh, no. Consford stand up with the pigeons, and uh, so uh, I, I think I'll be a weather dependent supporter on uh, on the weekend. I may. Uh, I may watch it on television. Or it depends on the weather, I think. Uh, well, I must, my God, if we can't win that one. Well, I must say that the club um, sent out an email today regarding the tickets for that. If you are a club member, you can get tickets um, at a, quite a discounted rate. I actually got my ticket. It was $4.90. Um, to sit where? To sit. I am. Well, I got a great seat. There was one seat available, fourth level, but first row um, on the wing. Like next to the um, like now, above. wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a six, sixteen game member. I don't have to pay, do I? Sure. No, I don't know. Do you? No, no, not if you've got the away membership. Yeah, I don't. I've got. Uh... Uh, which wing? Well, Andy? you fellows too tight to have the away membership. Well, I've got. Uh, I've got a premium membership. I've got the. Uh, are we Trident Club? Uh, Grapeviney. Yes. Yes. So... I've got an away membership though. Okay. I've got the 16 gamer as hey, well. I'm a Trident too. Okay, yeah. I'm a Trident. Perhaps we could have a beer up there in the Betty Cuthbert. Well, we should. Um, where Where are you? Do you sit in the southern stand though, or do you sit? Uh, Not if he's a Trident. He's, uh, he must be near us. Because aren't we? Aren't I'm up. I'm up, up on the uh, up in the Betty Cuthbert area. Where? Are we? What's the room behind us, Great Viney? That's the Jim Stein's room, room, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Same thing. Well, we should have a beer. Uh, maybe Were you I'll... there? Yeah, I was this week. No, I, I'm, cho- I, I'm fairly choosy as to who I drink with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know if uh, we're at the standard of your usual degenerate um, <laughs> colleagues. Well, I don't wear the caftan to the football, so it's, I'm hard to recognise, apart from the guts. Well, I, I, I will say uh, a bit as we do have a, another caller on the line, so do you want to just talk, you can either hold on or, or if you want to leave and say goodbye, you can, but uh, might want to bring on another. No, well, I'm about, I'm about to open my uh, second bottle of excellent <laughs> Shiraz, so I'll just, uh, I'll just do that honourably. And uh, now that I've called in, I expect a better deal from Ganesha. And uh, when next game in uh, next game in Tassie, Ganesha, you got uh, you've got a spare couch if a fellow wants to kip for the night. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> <laughs> not very team spirit. <laughs> good night, gentlemen. Good night. Uh, good, good night, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah, you. Good night. Thank you. That was uh, BBO, and I, I think I might have. Uh, I hope I have. Have I dropped the other caller? Other caller, are you on the line? I think when I uh, 
I might have called back uh, the other caller who was on the line. Yeah, I think he's calling back now. Hello, uh, good evening. You're on uh, the Demonland podcast. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. This is. A... Hello. Have you got me? Yes, we got you. Yeah, this is. Um, don't make me angry. Ah, oh, well, um... I won't. <laughs> I won't. <then. laughs> yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No. I. Yeah. I've been on the Demonland for quite a few years there, but um. Yeah, it's a big, big game this week, and I think we should um, pump those um, pies. And we don't beat them by ten goals, then I don't think we can do much in the finals. What do you reckon? Um, I will personally be happy with a one-point win, um, I, but ideally, I'd like to do uh, what we did to uh, North Melbourne in the two thousand preliminary final, uh, so that I can sort of rest easy <laughs> throughout the game. But um, I don't know if we can do a, a ten-goal uh, victory. What do you guys think? Nash? Um, I think it would be really nice to see us um, kick away from a team. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to agree it would be nice to, to carry some, um, you know, some really positive footy into the finals. Um, but, you know, that said, there's always two, two, two teams on the footy park, so it really depends on what Colin would bring, I think. Um, I, I, really, I really think we should win this game. Um, but 10 goals... Is just a that's just a fingers crossed kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I wouldn't get. I'm not going to pin too much of my hopes on us getting a ten goal victory, but it would be really nice if we did. I mean, do you guys do you guys uh, see it as a problem that we haven't been able to put teams away this year? Um, there's been a few games, uh, and even recently, there's uh, as recent as this past week, we were 32 points up very early in the last quarter. We didn't go on with it. Uh, Port uh, St Kilda. Early on, we were we were quite uh, far ahead of uh, you know forty points or whatever. Didn't go on with it, and Port Adelaide as well uh, got a great start on them. Didn't go on with it. Uh, I don't problems? think it's a worry. No, I mean I th- when you look back on the year and you look back at the injuries and suspensions and other things that have happened, and you take into account the youth of our team, um, I reckon we've played great footy and. Uh, you know, I think the smashing teams will come later. Um, I think we're just getting in the habit of winning at the moment, and that's enough for me. Yeah, I think it's a it's a um, function of sustained effort for the whole game. I just think, you know, um, I was watching. I, I draw back to to the Brisbane game um, and what Brisbane, you know, managed to do during the game. They look like a young team who could put together good footy for short periods of time, but not well enough. Um, I think we saw early in the Ruse era um, that we were a very similar sort of team to what they had. Um, and as we've developed, we're, you know, staying in games for longer and we're, spe- you know, being able to play at, at full intensity for longer. Um, I think we're still only outside of still only a young side. Um, and I think that ability to really sustain the pace for the full game will come. I don't think it's a concern. Yeah, and I think uh, Bidman's just made a reasonable point in the chat room about, um, you know, just sort of poor disposal and inside 50s and things like that. And I think that's also part of it. And the forward line's been chopping and changing all year. And, you know, we haven't been, haven't been able to put the same 22 out on the park 
each week. And once you sort of get those players playing together, um, hopefully over a period of time, then um, I reckon we'll score more heavily and take better, um, you better utilise periods of dominance during games. Uh, don't make me angry. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on that? On us um, not not sort of going on? Is it is that a worry uh, going into yeah, the finals? It is a worry. It started pretty much from the first round when we when we got forty odd points in front of um, points in front of our Saints and let them kick the last couple of goals. And um, it's probably the reason why if we'd gone on with a couple of games and maybe it's not at a like you said, it's not the team's not at that point yet. But we did the only game. There's only one game in the whole year that we done that, and that was against the Dogs. But we dominated from start to finish, and we never let them come back. And that's the only time we've done it. But, um, Probably the yeah, uh, the Crows game as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 We just had a bad quarter. Every every single game we just had a bad quarter, and every single game, every game this year we've had one really bad quarter. Where it's Cost us a few games. Yep. But footy's a game of momentum these days, and you look at at other games, games not involving Melbourne, and it, it, that happens across the board. Um, it's very rare for a team to play four quarters of sustained, intense, skillful footy. You know, teams have lapses. All teams have lapses during games, so there's it's just part of that turf, I reckon. One thing that was that was obvious in the Brisbane game. Um, one of the periods where we were dominant with the footy, like at the end of the end of the second quarter, uh, we just weren't able to put it on the scoreboard. We had complete control of the ball. Um, you know, we're getting it into the into the forward fifty, but we're turning it into goals. And then they follow it up. They follow it up with a you know a bit of a fluky goal. Um, it really just it, it comes back to sort of Bin Man's point. We're just wasting too many chances. Um, yep. It's almost as much not. I think a, a lot of our not burying teams is as much not capitalising when we are dominant rather than you know lapses per se. Yep, fair call. Uh, is there anything else uh, you want to contribute? Uh, don't make me angry. Um. Uh, yeah, about um, Jack Watts. I think I think because Jack Watts is so skilled and is probably the best ball user of the team. He's just judged more harshly than, than everybody else. Like, like the last game that he played before he got dropped, he had what six possessions, kicked one goal, and pretty much a player like Mitch Hannon. That's all he's done in the last few weeks. And, you know, Mitch comes up with his good goals, but then again, he goes missing for lots of the game, and he only gets most of the times he only gets six possessions, and you kick one goal. So Jack Watts put in a performance of what um, Hannon put in last week. He'd be criticised so heavily for that, um, you know. So, um, and I think Jack Watts has to come back in for Collingwood. I think he's had the, the what Jack Watts needs every. I think once a year, Jack Watts needs to be dropped to the VFL just to play a couple of games in the VFL. Just to he needs a slight kick up the bum every once in a while. And I think once he gets that, um, he should come back in. And and the game again, the VFL game, it was a very windy and wet game, and yet he took twelve marks. So. To take 12 marks as a big man in bad conditions yeah. means that he was really, um, really putting himself in the marking contest there. So I think Jack, when Jack is hungry, and I think he's hungry right now, I think he's ready to really, um, really put in performance. And I think he still wants to pay back Collingwood for all those years, you know. So um, 
Uh, I think he just needs... Um, I think Hannon maybe could come out for a rest because he's played all year, but he just goes missing too much. And I think I think Jack will be... Um, Watts will be engaged. And once he's engaged, he will put in a good performance. That's what I, that's what I think he should... You should definitely... You've got to put in your best ball use when it comes to the pointy end of the season. And when you're going to finals, you've got to have... you just got to have your best ball users. And Salem's got to come in. So Salem comes in for Wagner. And uh, Watts comes in for Hannon just to give that class... Class building. And then I think... Because um, Jack Watts, he just... He can, he creates a lot of goals because he... Um, you know, he just that conduit. I think he's one of those best conduits between that centre-half forward to the forward line to create goals. <coughs> Yeah, so that's bad. I, I think your point. I think your point on Jack needing to be hungry is uh, is absolutely spot on, and uh, I think that's uh, that over the whole over his whole career has probably been the hard bit though, um, and it seems to me uh, unfortunate that it's still unresolved as yet. And the point you brought up about you know Jack Watts being sort of watched or judged more harshly than others. Um, well, that goes. That's part and parcel of his whole career. He's been under a microscope with everything he's done, every game he's played. Um, you know, from the from the beginning, from that uh, Collingwood's Queen's birthday game. So, you know, but I, it's, I, as, that's it's as valid now as it's ever been because he is incredibly talented and incredibly skilled. And the notion that he should be dropped the reserves once a year or should ever have to go back to the reserves to find the right intensity or effort or attitude is just... It's not just unfortunate, as Nasha said. It's incredible um, that someone with so much talent um, is is missing in the application. Well, it's... it's, it's uh, I don't know... What or you, desire. I don't know what you call this, but uh, I would put a thing... There was a thread on Dima Land. I also put a thing on Facebook today um, just about the who you would have uh, kicking for goal, you know, five points down on the siren and, you know, virtually across the board. I mean, there were some other players thrown in, but most of the players was... Most of it was Jack Watts. And you know this is a guy who who could be playing in the in the twos this week um, as being the guy that you want sort of you know that clutch uh, player. Um, yeah, I think he's got to get back in, into the team. You know, can't uh, can't not have uh, going into if he's not back in the team this week. I I, I, don't, I don't know. Would will he struggle to get back in for the rest of the year? Would you bring him back for a? I don't want to say it, but would you bring him back for a final? Um, or does he have to come in this week? I think he will come in this week. Yep, yeah, I think he'll be in this week too. Um, after I read that report from Clap, I just I don't think you can... I think you err on the side of bringing him in rather than leaving him in the VFL. He's, yep. he's too good. He doesn't belong in the VFL. No, and you'd hope that the two works is whatever, given the rocket or the coaching or whatever he needs. And, uh, I mean, he was playing good footy earlier in the year, so um, he's not that far away from it. Yes. Caller, anything anything else? Um, yeah, that's bad. But um, it, it, it is a brutal industry, the footy industry, because after the Queen's birthday game, Everybody in the media was raving on about, oh, you know, Jack Watts has made amends for his, all those yeah. years, all that Queen's birthday game, the, the boot is all wiped, wiped away, and 
he's arrived and he's you know he's now in the best form and, and then he does his hammy and he misses four weeks and then he comes back you know not in top form which is understandable um, you know when um, Hogan came back from his uh, eight weeks with his testicular cancer he didn't come back in great he took a couple of games three two three games before he got and just and just about when he got back into form he broke his collarbone um, so and even you know like even. Nathan Jones, when he came back from his six weeks, he wasn't right at his best. So it's yeah, yeah but so it's not not just about form with Jack Watts. It's about you know effort and intensity and application and attitude as much as anything else. Yeah, but um, we just hope, I think I hope Hogan has another day out. And um, the only thing I think Lyndon Dunn might give his shoulder a bit of a test, just like um. Been done with in the grand in the, in the Casey grand final last year when he was giving um, Ling Jong that uh, he was hitting his shoulder, where Ling Jong was smartly taped up the reverse shoulder, and all game Dunn was hitting the wrong shoulder, and he thought he was he thought he was testing out his broken collarbone, but he was just whacking the other side, and I think um, <laughs> I think I think Hogan has to do that, put it on the other side because Lyndon Dunn, you know, I actually loved Lyndon Dunn. He was actually a good trier, and he's. He's actually Collingwood's best defender. That's that's an indictment on Collingwood that he's come over there and he's actually their best. I reckon he's actually their best defender. And um, and and also, I think Bucks is definitely going to get a couple of years extension because Eddie is never wrong. So Eddie's pretty much um, Eddie is the Collingwood board. There is no court board at Collingwood, and I think Bucks will get re- uh, reappointed for a couple more years. And and it just astounds me at the beginning of the year that anybody even put Collingwood in the fight in in the top top eight sort of contention and it's built, it was built on absolutely nothing it's a bit like their women's side they were touted as one of the favourites and that was actually built on absolutely zero just the fact that they were Collingwood you know what I mean and um, began and they were given the top billing and even the beginning of this year you had people like Mulhouse going oh with Collingwood's list I can't see them not making the eight mm. when he looked and I always looked at their list and said they've got no back they've got no defence and Lyndon Dunn's gone over there and he's their best defender but so Hogan should strap up the other shoulder and Lyndon will go after the wrong shoulder because he's a good trier, but I don't think he's got too many brain cells. So we should be able to trick him right there, just like Lin Yong, uh, Jong did. And Hogan to kick um, another bag, six, seven goals, maybe 10. Hopefully he can kick 10 and just um, rip them apart. So, uh, And people, a lot of people in the forum keep on saying, oh, we're a better side without Hogan. Now, I want to say all those people that come up with that theory, they are just bonkers. Really, we are uh, we are a better side with Hogan, and there's just this I don't, this idea of oh the side's a better side without Hogan. The, be- the side is ten times better with Hogan and inform Hogan, and I think I think now he's really hungry, and um, even he's a bit like Jack too. He's got to be hungry, and I think I think the death of his father might actually be sort of a, re- a relief for um, Hogan because now he hasn't got that um, worry, and he hasn't got that of. I haven't got much time left to um, be with my dad anymore. So that go-home factor is virtually going to disappear now because you know, I think it might be a relief in his career and I think um, it's just onward and upwards for Hogan and he's actually going to smile a bit more. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's what I reckon. Um, we're a 10 times a better side with him. So anybody that says we're a better side without Hogan, they're just so short-sighted, don't you think, fellas? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so anyway, so we'll say, um, we'll get on to other callers, whatever anybody wants to call up. Or So, yeah, there's a bit of food for thought there. And um, this is uh, Don't Make Me Angry. And uh, we're signing off. Good night, uh, Thank Good you. Good talking to, to you, mate.
Thank you, Dave. Good night. Yeah, thank you for calling, and please call again uh, another time. It was good to good to hear uh, other Demonlanders uh, joining the fray. Um, so um, I was worried we might start losing listeners when he started talking about Collingwood for too long there, <laughs> uh, even though they are our opponents this week. So we are meant to sort of cover them in some way, well, but. Uh, I must say we've got we, a fairly one-eyed audience that mu- uh, won't put up with that kind of stuff. I must say we've got about <laughs> 136 listeners at the moment, which I think is almost a, a record. Uh, so maybe it's the Nasher factor um, at play here. So, uh, yeah. Oh, look, it's 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 definitely that's definitely what it is. It's without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> James, well, you know, in a way, it is because Hart, it's sort of the unmasking. Forget about all them. It's the unmasking mysterious. So, <laughs> well, it's something. If uh, if anyone else wants to uh, join uh, the program and uh, give their two cents worth, and uh, perhaps talk about uh, Collingwood a little bit more, zero three nine zero one six three triple six, or you can Skype us on Demonland thirty one. Um, can I just can I just raise something? That I was actually I was going to create a thread, and I didn't have time to do it. But no one's really spoken about the Nathan Jones factor. Uh, coming into this week and potentially beyond and the fairy tale factor and just uh, you know looking ahead at this week's game if they if they somehow managed uh, to conspire to lose it you wouldn't want to look Nathan Jones in the eye in the rooms afterwards would you <laughs> no <laughs> you wouldn't uh, look look you really it's Besides the fact that we're all we're all hoping to make finals anyway, um, you'd really love to just to see Jones. You get another chance to play in one, wouldn't you? Yeah, and to lead the boys out. I mean, yep, Goodwin's very much um, divorced the club and the team from all that history and looking back. But I hope someone somewhere along the ride this week mentions the fact that you know they've got to got to. Do it for if no other reason than do it for Jonesy. Did he play in a final in two thousand and six? He played eight games, I believe. Yeah, uh, I think he played in the St Kilda one. Yeah, so um, it would be nice, a nice uh, fairy tale. Now, speaking of finals, I don't, you know, I don't like this word, but. Um, uh, with one match to go, I've put a thread up on Demon Land. With one match to go, uh, do you think we're going to make the finals? And I'll, I'll put that to you guys. Uh, are we going to win this? Uh, how are we going to do it? We're going to win this week and make it, or are we going to lose and make it by default? I guess. Um, uh, no, we're gonna I win. think we're going to beat Collingwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, my heart could take it if we made it by other means. Yeah, look. Obviously, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the finals uh, if we do make it that way. But obviously, you want to go in. Um, you want to go in by winning. Um, look, we're going we're going up against a team that, on paper, we should beat. Let's let's be honest here. Like we're not going up against the team who's on top of the ladder. Yeah, but they um, did. And of course, did, you never did, know. They did draw with uh, Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, and we, but we beat we beat Adelaide by seven goals. Earlier in the season, yeah. they're going to be lost to Adelaide. Like you almost can't, almost doesn't matter. Yeah, on yeah, average, yeah. on on you know, on balance of everything, we should be a better side, and we should beat them. And I hope that's what happens because I'm going to be sad if it's not. 
Well, 129 people said yes, we will make the finals. Five people said no and 12 were undecided. I don't know why they're sitting on the fence uh, at this late stage, but uh, they are. And then um, I guess the next question is, um, and I know what Great Viney's answer is going to be because I don't think it's changed all year, but uh, given the way things have gone down this year, uh, so considering where we are, everything that's happened, um, uh, do you view not making the finals this year as a failure? Um, and I'm saying that as, as given where we are now, if we happen to not make the finals, if West Coast get up on on Adelaide, we lose to um, uh, we lose to St Kil- uh, to Collingwood, um, and we don't make it, is the year a failure? Considering that we were, you know, it was within our grasp. So um, a poster on the site named Shane J made a good point. Yes. I think he. Sorry. I think he really nailed it. You, you can't say uh, that because you know if we lose the game against Collingwood, then we are sitting there waiting for the game, the result of the West Coast versus Adelaide game. Um, you can't judge the success of our season based on the result of West Coast versus Adelaide. Um, yes, I don't know if I've done post justice there or whether I've totally butchered it, but. Um, he said, uh, he said uh, well, what if we lose to Collingwood but Adelaide beat West Coast and we make the eight? Are we uh, undeniably a failure because we didn't beat Collingwood in round 23 or are we a success because Adelaide won and we made finals? Um, so basically saying... Uh, now, did, it, did I, like, I like that post, didn't I? Can you see who liked, see who reacted? Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> Oh, so I meant re- to. Retroactively uh, like it. I remembered yeah. it as soon as Nasha said it, and I agree with it totally. Yes, but, all right, I, I sort of agree, agree with that in principle. I agree with the fact that, um, you know, if, if we lose to Collingwood, but then Adelaide win and we make it, all right, then everyone's happy and it's not a failure, we make it. But then if West Coast win, is that a failure? But um, you've got to look at it other things. Maybe if we had beaten Brisbane by more or Port by more or St Kilda by more, you know, um, if we hadn't lost to, to Frio um, or Hawthorne or, or kicked straighter against Geelong, I mean, there's... So if we don't make the finals, uh, that that's predicated on Essendon making the finals. Uh, they're going um, to beat Frio. There's no way they'll lose yep, to Frio. Yep, yep. So Essendon got beaten by Brisbane a yep. few weeks ago. Yep. So... Every team who is, in, especially the teams in the lower half of the eight, have got games where they, sure yeah, they could have, should have, would have. Adelaide got I by North. I, I, overall, I think it would be very hard to say this wasn't a good season for us. No, uh, whether we actually get there or not, I, I, I'd say, you know, we improved. You know, we've shown incremental improvement uh, on the previous year. And I think that's all you can reasonably expect. Yeah, I, I, I think I tend to agree with that. We definitely improve with one more games. I think next year will be the big thing that if next year we're still doing the same things, then I think you can sort of say, well, <laughs> then we haven't moved on from that. I think we, next year we've got to put the foot down on teams. Uh, next year, you know, we, you know we've, got, we've got to go on. We've got to take that next step next year, and I think that's. But there's where no we'll reason to suggest success. that we won't. 
We've yeah. uh, no, no, I'm not saying we won't. But I'm every, saying in every year since the ruse takeover, we've improved year on year, and it's happened again this year. And that's uh, you can complete the uh, the chapter on that already for this year, whether we win, lose, or draw on the weekend. Now, I don't want to get uh, greedy or anything about talking about finals because I just do want to make it. But um, if we win, we we uh, most likely come up against uh, Sydney. Uh, but if we lose and then West Coast lose as well, uh, we have a, uh, well, what many people would think would be an easier uh, game, having to still travel interstate but come up against uh, Port Adelaide. Um, obviously, we're not going to throw a game. Um, who was Who's your preference to play at? Or you don't care, you just want to play finals. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I agree. I'd be happy just to face face anyone. I don't care. I, you know, um, I think if everyone's that worried about Sydney, like you're going to have to face I'm, them sooner or later. I'm anyway, very wor- I'm very worried about Sydney. Yeah, I know, but um, you know, if they're that put aside, they're going to make the grand final, and you'd have to meet them there, wouldn't you? If you won every, if you, you know, avoided them all the way up to the end. Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes any difference whether you lose to them this week or you lose to them in three weeks' time or when, whenever. Um, you know, that's assuming you make it. Yeah, um, yeah. What happened? What will be will be. Um, exactly. If we can beat them, we can beat them, and if we can't, then. It wasn't meant to be anyway, so what difference does it make? My be, my biggest concern with those interstate games is what happens with ticket allocation. Um, if we're playing at the SCG or at Adelaide Oval, uh, what percentage of the um, tickets go to Melbourne members? Is it is it the same as it is for a normal home and away game, which is next to nothing, as in just the cheer squad pretty much? It can't be. Maybe someone out there knows the answer and can post in the chat room. But, it's, it's, uh, it's been so long since we've <laughs> been Well, yeah, yeah, eggs and ticketing rules have probably changed. Were there even interstate since... teams back in those days? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but no, it's, it's not going to be a 50-50 split. Uh, no. But it can't be. I mean, it's got to be, obviously, more. Otherwise, you'd have empty stands because obviously not the entire... Um, uh, supporter base, base is going over. Um, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, I, I think I might go um, if we do make it. Um, but, yeah, it would be interesting. Mm. Um, but we've got to make it there. We've got to, ga- <laughs> we've got to make it to finals first. Uh, and we've got a game. We've got a bit uh, changes for this week. Uh there's a couple of names that have been uh, thrown up of who's going to go out of the team. Um, uh, one of them, I th- uh, two of them, I think, uh, uh, Wagner, Billy Stretch have been two names that have been thrown up as um, uh, you know the guys who who probably be unfortunate to make it if um, if guys like well probably Viney won't get up, but it looks like Watts might come back in and. Um, I don't know, there's Salem. Uh, does Salem get straight back into the team? He had a pretty good game by all accounts before he got suspended. Um, what are your thoughts? Yes, for me. I would have thought that the most obvious changes this week, bearing in mind that Goodwin's not always obvious, uh, is Watson, Salem for Wagner and Stretch. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. 
that's exactly what I said on the forum as well. Um, you just got to bring your class users of the ball in, don't you? Really? Yeah. Um, Billy, Billy's a concern. Is anybody else a bit worried about him? Or I thought he um, was quite poor on the really weekend. seems to have fallen away this year. It's been a pretty disappointing year for him. I would have thought. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was quite poor. We talked poor. about him actually earlier in the year, and just noted that. Um, not only did his progress stall, he might have even sort of gone backwards a bit, but uh, he's, yeah, he's had a, a shocker of a year. Well, he was sort of at the beginning of the year was probably on par or at least in the conversation with Neil Bullen and um, Neil Bullen has, has gone leaps and bounds ahead of, of, ahead of him uh, for yeah, sure. And just so is James Harms. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Bug was I, ahead I of James him Harms before Bug's I, I, brain fade. Is there any chance uh, Buggy uh, will get back in at some point or he's still a long way off? No. Uh, no, surely Neil not. Bullen and Harms have gone past him too, as yeah. we discussed last week, I yeah. think. So uh, I, I think if you, if you have Watts and Salem back in the team, we're almost, uh, with the exception of uh, Viney, we're almost at full strength, um, which is a, a good thing to have at this time of the year. Um, Viney is almost at full strength, but without Viney, that's a that's a big asterisk. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's one of our you know, top five most important players, probably. Um, so that is a, that you know when you consider that you lose one of your best five players and he's replaced by the twenty third best player. Mm. Um, that's that's still a big that's still a big hole, I reckon. But yeah, it's it's um, good to see that most of the most of the crucial players are in, which is good and playing good footy. Don't have too many, too many of our most crucial players in poor form at the moment, which is a, a positive. Yeah, even Jaden Hunt, who's been down for a bit. Um, well, actually, he didn't have a great game on the weekend, but uh, the week before he started getting a bit more of a footy and uh, got quite a bit of it too on the weekend, but just turned it over a bit. He just murdered the ball, doesn't he? It's really, it's really hard in mouth stuff. Anytime he's got the ball, you sort of. Either you know that either something brilliant is going to happen or something that just makes you want to cry is going to happen. Yeah, I, th- I think um, his disposal's gotten better over the year. But it was, it was, he had a shocker on uh, on Sunday, though. There's no no question about that. That's probably it's one of, it's probably one a of those bit. days when you, when the, every kick seemed to find an opponent. It, it's probably um, probably goes back to the point we made about Oliver earlier as well about just instinctive play. Um, you know, perhaps he's uh, focused on kicking towards, you know, towards 50 or whatever um, when he should be exploring other options. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a rank amateur, but um, he seems to make the same mistake a lot where he'll be charging forward and he'll kick it directly to the opposition. So, it's sort of something, whatever it is, it's something systematic, which suggests perhaps it can be addressed. Yep. Yeah, we did it a couple of times where we just blazed away into the four line straight to, you know, a pack of Brisbane players who were then not a Melbourne player in sight, but that happened a couple of times. Um, so I guess that's it for changes. Uh, uh, not much else uh, going on that's uh, two in, two out. Uh, looks but maybe um, maybe uh, Goodwin's got something else up his sleeve. He's uh, he's surprised me a few times this year. Um, so yeah, you never know. So if we do lose guys, uh, 
how are, how are your nerves going to be watching that uh, West Coast Adelaide game? Uh, I'm going to use gonna it as an opportunity sick. to go zen. <laughs> and try and reach uh, yeah. a new, new level of enlightenment. Yeah, I, I'll try and occupy... I don't think I'd be able to sit down and watch it. I think I'd have to find something else to do. Put yeah. my mind off it. Yeah, because otherwise I'll just stress out. You know you're going to be looking at your phone every five seconds, even though you're Yeah, I know. I'm to... going to win Father of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I might as well come. So we better win. Yeah, well, I'd like to win. Um, <laughs> this is... Um, you, I've seen on the site that there's a bit of a conspiracy theory going um, uh, in terms of the umpiring that um, people are claiming that um, the umps have it in for Melbourne. Uh, I mean, you could go to any message board of any team in the AFL and probably read the same thread. Um, uh, but if you're a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not one of them, even though I think we sometimes get a raw deal from the umps, I don't think it's actually a conspiracy, um, you think they might be favouring Collingwood just to keep, uh, just to keep it interesting. <laughs> the AFL don't want the final sewn up on the Saturday afternoon. Well, they can just start. They can just penalise Max for another week. That's the latest absurdity that uh, we've seen. Yeah. Paddy Ryder having yeah. fallen victim to it on the weekend too. Yeah. Look, I, I don't think I, I definitely don't subscribe to the theories about biased umpires, um, but I do. I am confident that there must be, you know, the rule of the week type thing because. Yeah. This thing with Gorn came from from nowhere. As far as I can see, he's rucking exactly the same way as he has been all year, uh, and then suddenly, you know, he starts getting pinged. It's it's pretty hard to swallow. But the I, I'm not sure about this, but the umpires department put out circulars each week, which they send to all the clubs. And I thought they'd made reference to it in the weekly circular that had gone out before the St Kilda game. I'm not sure about that though. Okay, but, oh, I haven't. But, but don't, I, I don't know anything I'm about that. I'm pretty sure that so. they do send out a weekly thing of the various things that they've been thinking about or deliberating or going to be focusing on. It's so like, isn't that whole? Doesn't that whole thing sound ass about though? Like, it's it, yeah. There should well, be a thing that they're, that they're on focusing the run, on every basically. week. There's just just umpire the bloody game. But anyway. Yeah. They make it by doing that. They're making stuff up on the run, you know. And That's things right. Things are getting exactly. and, and, from week to week. And the exactly the rules the rules become different every week when you take that approach. Yep. I yep. think that's what happens when you've got uh, rules that are open for interpretation. Is um, but what they're doing is is each week they're choosing another one to sort of be very open to interpretation, and it's their interpretation or or, um, or nothing. So. Um, yeah. Moving on from umpires, um, and I didn't put this in the show notes, but uh, there was a caller to uh, SEN uh, who brought up um, a trade rumour, and that's all it uh, looks like it is at the moment, uh, about Josh Kelly just to sort of whet everyone's appetite. And don't you just love this time of year <laughs> and all the rumours? You're, uh, um, you're not going to say no thanks, yeah. are you? No, I mean, no. And as with all things Melbourne supporters, we, we like to, um, to get the best and give up nothing 
for them. And um, the more believable one was something that lobbed on the Jake Lever thread um, a, a short time before we started, which was a tweet from Mitch Cleary saying that Adelaide Crows players are resigned to the fact that Lever is leaving, and apparently Adelaide are interested in Sam Frost. Hmm. Oh, jeez. It would but, would be a no-brainer, wouldn't it? Where do we sign? It absolutely yeah. would have been a no-brainer. But if you were interested in Sam Frost, wouldn't you be more interested in Lever? Doesn't that sound, <laughs> as you say, a bit arse about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wants to leave. It, and they... it looks like he does. Well, all yeah. the indications are that he's coming back. So mm, that's yeah. that's the main that's the main game on the uh, draft and recruiting front, I reckon, rather than Kelly. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think um, the Kelly thing, there's... Um, every single club is going to circulate... Or, well, not not the clubs circulate, but there's going to be rumours circulated from every club yeah. about about Kelly. Like, I just think it's one of those things that you just can't believe any of it until you see what happens. Um, I, I think there's a good chance you might even... I think he, Stay with GWS probably. Like that's actually usually what happens. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get my hopes up too much there, but I'm getting pretty excited about the lever talk. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you were Kelly, why wouldn't you stay at GWS when they're on the cusp? You'd think, from their perspective, of winning a premiership, win a flag or two, um, and then you can come back home and make all the dough you want. And, and have a couple of flags under your belt. I like that. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. I never, don't really understand why players, like, make where you are home. <laughs> that's probably my approach. I mean, maybe that's because I come from a state that, you know, would never have the opportunity to have... There would never be an opportunity for a player to play for the, in Tassie in the AFL. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't have that much sympathy for the go-home factor, to be honest. Yeah, I, I liked uh, uh, one of the posters on Demonland. Alice <sighs> Monk said maybe we can offer them Salem and Tyson. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a good one. Am I right? Damien, Damien Barrett still that... hasn't seen. Damien Barrett still hasn't seen uh, Tyson and Salem play yet, so <laughs> the, the jury's out on that one. Yeah. I, I think um, Kelly might have been available to us in the mini draft or we took Hogan. Is that is my memory playing tricks on me there? Or? I don't know. That that would be a, a whispering Jack uh, question. I think he, he would know <laughs> the answer to that one. Yeah, I think I think he might. I think he he might have he might have been available in that mini draft. But I can't, yeah, I might, could have made that up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I'll, I will ask uh, Whispering Jack, and we'll we'll get an answer uh, on that uh, uh, for next week, perhaps. Um, is there anything else, uh, you guys, Nasha, while you've got uh, while you've got the floor? Uh, <laughs> anything else uh, you want to bring up? Well, we should have Nasha uh, back. Nasha should get the floor every week. Well, he's, he's, well, he's, uh, more than welcome he's to it. Slotted in just perfectly. <laughs> well, I've had fun. Maybe I maybe I might come back again. Well, I've enjoyed the, myself. The offer is always there for you. Uh, yeah. To, awesome. Uh, Grey Viney, anything else uh, you want to uh, say? No, just go do's. They've got to get it done this week, and I think they will. 
feeling pretty confident. Yeah, I, I, I'm so negative from, in my headspace. Uh, it's just, I, I can't even, uh, <sighs> you know, I know we're good enough and I've said it all year, we're good enough to beat anyone, um, but we can play such crap football at times and I just want us to play four quarters. Uh, I'll take three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, but I, I just I know we've I know we can do it. You know we we know we're we know we've got the talent. Um, we've just got to be a bit more consistent about it and and stop these flood and rush of goals um, that that have cost us. And I, and I really hope that that. Um, I mean, we were on the verge of uh, banking some pretty nice percentage, and uh, yeah, I hope it doesn't bite us in the bum. Because I think that would be the worst way to go down if it comes down to like a few, you know, a point something of a percent. And, and do, do we know exactly what it is uh, that if we lose by three or four well, goals? It, it all they... depends on how high the actual scores are in the various games. But if it's around the 80 to 100 mark, it's about 20 points each way. So if we lose by three goals mm-hmm. and West Coast get up by three goals, that'll be about it. There's no way West Coast are actually going to win, is there? Like, it, it, I know it's quite possible that, that we might drop the game. I fully understand that yeah. concern. Um, but surely there's no way West Coast is going to be that late. Surely not. Oh, no, I, th- I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance as well. Um, look, it all depends. Adelaide, what's the, you know, maybe they're not going to go over and... I mean, obviously well, that, they that don't want to lose. It depends to, on the GWS and Geelong game, which will be as to whether because they they can't drop from out of second, and it's no. It, I mean, they wouldn't go into a game. I, I can't imagine a team would tank, but then you know that's happened before. Um, what I don't know. They they lost pretty in pretty disappointing fashion. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, want on to the get, weekend. They, they would be, They would want to be. Well, if if I were in charge of, of Adelaide, I would want to be going in absolutely at full pelt for that last game. Like no one rested, everyone all hands on deck. Let's annihilate this team so we're in maximum form come to the finals. Yeah, they they wouldn't want to go into a final being the top team and having you know top one or two and having lost the last two games. That's not a good look, but. Uh, yeah, I hope they do go in serious because if not, we, we could be in trouble. Yeah, S. Phoebe's got it right. The MFCSS is ripe in this conversation. Yeah, that, it's me. It's all me. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, it is. It is. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. I've I've said it all year, um, and I don't think. And and Grave Viney, we were talking about it uh, last week that. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for that MFCSS to uh, to get out of my system. Um, I think Might need to have some sort of formal, official burial ceremony. Yeah, we, <laughs> it's the norms. My own personal Norm Smith curse or something. Um, I can't remember what I was doing in two thousand and six, <laughs> just after that. But I, I feel that it's all my fault. <laughs> It must be, well, it has to be someone's fault, yeah. so it might as well be yours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's not worry about the Adelaide West Coast game because let's get the job done on um, on Saturday and have it all sewn up and not have to uh, to worry about uh, results of other games. 
Destiny mm-hmm. is in our hands. Yep, agree. Um, and I think that's a, a, a good point to uh, jump off uh, with. Um, I'd just like to thank my co-hosts, uh, Nasha and Grape Viney. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. No, well, anytime uh, you want, you're welcome to... Uh, you've earned it, I think. Um, <laughs> thank you. You know, we, we can't pay you in real money, so uh, <laughs> you can do some extra work for us and talk for a couple of hours. Um <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, if you uh, want to download the podcast, go to iTunes, search for Demonland. You'll be able to find us there. Or SoundCloud, search for Demonland. Or just go to demonland.com and you'll find it on there. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday, hopefully celebrating a win and talking the F word, finals. All right. My name's Andy. Good night, guys. Let's talk with